honesty, passion, experience. It's Timberwolves Explosion, hosted on thesportstuff.com. And now, your host, Paladino Joey. Hello again, Timberwolves fans. Are you ready for the explosion of Timberwolves basketball? I am your host, Paladino Joey, or Joey Wygen. Timberwolves Explosion is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, and many others. Thank you once again for joining me today. The Minnesota Timberwolves had a fairly rotten week. The defense did not apply. And, well, yeah, well, you know, the Wolves went 0-3. But that's the least of our problems because now the season has been postponed thanks to you-know-what. And, yeah, uh... Frankly, I'm tired of hearing about it. I'm tired of talking about it, but I have to bring it up a tiny bit, obviously, because the season has been suspended, postponed, whatever you want to say. We'll review the three games a bit. I'll give you some opinions on, you know, how I feel about certain players, especially a certain important point guard to this roster. And yeah, you'll get the idea there. Uh, You'll get the idea when I get around to it, or maybe you'll see it in the title of the episode, depending on what comes across my mind here. Uh... But, well, welcome to uh, welcome to the real definition of the abyss. Like, you call summer the abyss, but you still got baseball, you know, which is nice. And, of course, you can go outside, which is good. I suppose we can still do that right now. But <laughs> you still have baseball, and if you actually like soccer, which I'm not a huge fan of, but, yeah, you know, you still have that. We have absolutely nothing. I mean, you don't have junior hockey leagues. You don't have high school this, which I don't really show a whole lot of interest in, but sometimes... No college sports. I mean, zero. Zip. Zip. Zero college sports whatsoever. Yes, the coronavirus has shut down everything. Um, Travel to Europe, which I wasn't planning on doing at all because I don't really have the money or really care to travel that much. <laughs> not not all that much. It's kinda, I don't know. I don't really have the money or the time, even though maybe I should make the time and the money once in a while. That'd be great. Uh to the point, though, unfortunately, we're kind of stuck in in limbo right now. We don't know when the season's going to resume, so there will be no preview segment. Uh, there'll be a <laughs> review segment for now, and try to hopefully give you some type of an escape from it, because you can't go anywhere and get an escape from it. You go to NBA TV, all they're going to talk about is, oh, yeah, so what do we do now? You've never seen anything like this. And you go to NHL, NHL Network, oh, you know, I've never seen anything like this. I don't know what we're going to do now. And then you go to MLB now. You know, do you get the idea? It's like the same exact conversation repeated a bajillion times. And I don't know. Well, I just said it twice, too, because I was making fun of them. And I guess that is all you can really say. Uh, I Well, welcome to 1919, I guess. What was it? The Spanish flu or something? And they shut down everything. There was no Stanley Cup. And yeah, well, hopefully there will, there will be a Stanley Cup. Hopefully there will be a Larry O'Brien presentation. Maybe it'll be later. Maybe it'll be around July 4th or something, but uh, we'll see. Um, it it feels like a lockout. And remember how boring those are, and we all wanted our escape. And I recorded one show during the last lockout, and the Courtside Podcast just kind of kept going. Though, unfortunately, they've been completely in limbo lately, unfortunately. Uh, <clears throat> Hank McCoy slash Wayne Hunt uh, struggling a bit right now, I believe, with his... Uh, I'm not sure if it's his computer or something. So that's obviously super important. Something's not working right now, and that's why you're not seeing the Courtside Podcast uh, lately, unfortunately. But highly recommend it all the time. And, well, there's plenty of shows in the archive and plenty of shows in Timberwolves Explosion Archive. And I guess we'll get caught up on those, depending on how long this takes. And uh, So that's just kind of how things are now. 
I'm frustrated, I'm sad, I understand, but dot, dot, dot. That's basically how it is. Maybe that's the title of this episode. Or it's turnstile defense by D'Angelo Bleepin' Russell, because, you know, here we go. As I can kind of semi-segue back into where this show originally belongs, the game of basketball. Timberwolves, of course, played their uh, first of these three games against the Orlando Magic. Uh, great couple of games against the Magic, by the way. I mean, at least show up if you can. But, I mean, 132... Oh my, 132 to 118. Yeah, well, we got 118 and Michael Beasley. I mean, Malik Beasley. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's way better than Michael Beasley. I'm sorry. I'd, I'd rather watch Malik any day. 29 points, but it's official now. Uh, maybe it's not official long term, but in a big enough sample size, D'Angelo Russell does not play any defense when it comes to the penetration. I mean, he has no ability to even somehow... What, what's even the word? Uh, I mean, he has, he has no way to even slow down his opponent in, uh, during penetration. Uh, there is no, uh, absolutely nothing. He literally just watches the guy go past him. I understand it's the NBA. Guys are faster off the dribble than any other league on the planet. It is what it is. I mean, the Sam Mitchells of the world was saying that. Uh, Sam Mitchell years ago was saying it's the same thing. I mean, you can't really guard a guy one-on-one in the NBA like you can in other leagues, this and that, because just guys are too good. Like Sam Mitchell was saying, guys wouldn't even be able to guard him, basically. You could just get right around people. But this, th- there is zero resistance, though. I mean, absolutely no resistance at all from D'Angelo Russell. I mean, you'd think there'd be some resistance first before you start saying team defense help, little help here, weak side defense. Maybe uh, someone comes over to try to block or block the shot or obscure the obscure the vision of the player to the basket not that it might do a whole lot of good in some cases for some of the for a lot of these guys that are all-star level I understand guarding a guy like uh Russell Westbrook is not easy but I mean he just went right by D'Angelo Russell during the course of this week it's kind of almost like state of the Timberwolves and this magic game was just everything but magic it was magic for them D'Angelo Russell only played 23 and a half minutes because he stunk. 2 of 14? I mean, at first I was thinking, did he get hurt or what the heck? No, he just stunk. 2 of 14. Uh, Jordan McLaughlin, very solid in the game. 6 of 10. Made 2 of 4 three-pointers. That's nice and everything. Jared Culver was okay this week. Didn't stand out that much, but he's at least showing signs. He obviously belongs in the league. Jalen Noel had a very nice quarter, basically, out there. Good for him. Uh, 11 points, <clears throat> 12 minutes. Good for him. Layman, very, very solid. 14 points off the bench. You can go on and on and on. Uh, James Johnson, though. I mean, you can't, I love the guy. Obviously, he can play. <laughs> uh, he gets assists like you wouldn't believe. I mean, seven assists for James Johnson. That's extremely impressive. Jordan McLaughlin had nine assists. That's really damn good. Uh, obviously, appreciate what he brings to the table. Jordan McLaughlin, very solid point guard. Uh, deserves to be in this league. His his defense is adequate. I mean, he got beat pretty bad a couple of times and, and and this and that because just, <laughs> I mean, Drew Holiday was just abusing D'Angelo Russell uh, in the next game, this and that. Uh, just tough go. But, I mean, James Johnson, he, he reminds me a lot of Sam Mitchell in a lot of ways. Very similar player, actually. Extremely similar. Kind of a, you know, kind of an inside-out game. Raises everybody's IQ. Plays good defense. James Johnson, I think, is about as alpha wolfy as you can get on this episode. Uh, Malik Beasley's athleticism is not to be denied, obviously. The little beast, as I call him, only because of Michael Beasley was called the beast. And, obviously, taller, bigger player. Uh, so, Malik Beasley's the little beast, I guess, for now. The beast. Because all you're missing is the T, basically, in the name. Uh, so, 
that's where that came from, of course. Juancho Herman, Hernan, Hernan. I keep calling him Herman, but it's Hernan Gomez, Hernan, or however you want to pronounce it. Solid eight and eight game, game and all that. Not that great though, necessarily solid, but not that solid. Nas Reed continues to put up double digits, but a little too trigger happy for my liking. Has his big moments, shows the athleticism. Also, got to remember his youth. <clears throat> he's doing a pretty good job for somebody his age and an undrafted nineteen-year-old. He's actually doing pretty, pretty freaking good out there, to be honest. Um, <laughs> he's pretty, he's pretty good in that sense. He's not exactly Shaquille O'Neal at age nineteen, but just saying, he's he's having a good run, to say the least, uh, and thrust into full-time duty out there. But again, a not impressive game against Orlando. And this Turnstile defense is just disgusting, actually, at the end of the day. Uh, Drew Holiday on the 8th of March, Marza, or whatever you want to call it, Marzo, in front of 19,000 fans, even without Carl Anthony Towns, watched D'Angelo Russell go Turnstile, basically, for uh, Drew Holiday. Uh, Malik Beasley didn't shoot well, D'Angelo Russell didn't shoot well. We're talking 33% here, guys, 33%. Putrid, uh, Belize, be Belizely, <laughs> Michael Malik Beasley, Four of seven from downtown. That was a strong point in the game, without a doubt. But he did get nine rebounds as well. So he did show some want to in the game. And this was a very entertaining basketball game, to be quite fair. This is a good matchup. It's entertaining basketball in front of 19,000 fans. that probably enjoyed most of it until Drew Holiday was literally going right past D'Angelo Russell. Now, to be quite fair, Drew Holiday is an awesome player. And quite an interesting backcourt. Drew Holiday and Lonzo Ball combining for 16 assists together eight apiece, and Brandon Ingram added another seven. That's pretty good. I mean, that's a pretty well-oiled machine there for a bunch of young guys. Uh, the oldest guy on this starting lineup is Derek Favors, <clears throat> and he's still fairly young. Well, um, you know, and Drew Holiday's been around and such, but he has really shown how good he is. Uh, he's a guy that should be in the All-Star game every year. I truly believe that. It's a shame he got hurt a lot earlier on. Alonzo Ball, solid, but then again, he, he did have seven turnovers in the game, a little bit out of control. Sorry, Vinrock, Vince Germano, I know you love him. Of course, member of the Lakers until, you know, you got your, uh, until you got your, uh, Anthony Davis, so I suppose you're okay with that, even though it must have been a little sad for you, along with Brandon Ingram. It's a damn good team that, uh, will be a force to be reckoned with in the coming years. Not yet, but in the next couple of years, though, it's going to be very interesting. But Drew Holiday, I mean, literally, turnstile. I mean, zero resistance from D'Angelo Russell. Zero. And we complain about Andrew Wiggins' defense and all that. I think D'Angelo Russell's defense might be worse. I mean, whenever he shows a want-to and gets his hand up and knocks the ball away, he's good. But whenever there's any type of penetration from the point guard, it gets game over. I mean, they just go right past him. There's kind of a nonchalant, well, we're... It's kind of an exhibition game. You know, we've already lost 44 games. I mean, come on. It's an exhibition. I don't want to get hurt or anything. I mean, gosh. You know, I mean, shoot. We're just kind of we're just kind of going through the rounds here. We're just kind of going through the motions here. We'll worry about our draft pick whenever that takes place. <laughs> I'm hoping it's not that far away. Hopefully it'll be going as planned by that point. Hopefully. Hopefully draft night will be the same night. Then I hope, I think so, but that's just my guess. Uh, but absolutely, just, again, no resistance. And I just keep saying that. Maybe that's the title of the episode. No resistance. Zero. I mean, turnstile's been used a million times, but just no resistance, whatever. Uh, against penetrating guards. And come on, D'Angelo. I mean, you're, you've got to at least attempt. I mean, at least attempt to shuffle a little bit. Shuffle a little bit. Get in front of the guy a little bit. Impede his progress. 
somehow, so maybe, just maybe, miraculously, somebody can come from the weak side and provide additional resistance. Might, might make the guy miss. Or get a piece. Knock the ball away. Wouldn't that be great? Some type of resistance would be good. And again, some little, uh, a little help is needed. But for crying out loud, I mean, it was like nothing. And that was kind of the case most of this week. In fact, pretty much all the time. Crazy to see uh, Josh Okoge get a flagrant foul, but I suppose it's bound to happen. A guy who's as aggressive as he is. Obviously a very aggressive defender, Josh Okoge, who I think deserves all the minutes he gets. Even though his offense is, you know, eh, up and down, mediocre at times. Three steals in the game. Good for him. Nas Reed even added three steals in the game, but overall, again, two trigger happy. Five threes, missed them all. D'Angelo Russell missed all seven of his threes after a putrid game against Orlando. Oh, D'Angelo, I love having you here. I love having you here. Love it. But, oh boy. <laughs> like they say, though, I mean, there's no such thing as a perfect player. I mean, there is no such thing as a perfect player in this league. I mean, you're never going to get, you know, you're never going to get the next Michael Jordan because he doesn't exist. There's only one Michael Jordan, folks. There's only one Gary Payton, too. You know, guys like that. That was just an unbelievable defensive player who could go out for 25 points on a, on a daily basis. Uh, you know, like, that was basically his average later in, you know, when he got to his prime, Gary Payton, the best defender in the league, and and nine assists and 24 points. So, I mean, there's just, you're not going to get a Gary Payton out of D'Angelo Russell, that's for sure. But maybe on the offensive side. But uh, again, provide a little resistance, D'Angelo. That would be helpful. That would be that'd be crucial to our future, I think. Jake Lehman, another double-digit game off the bench. James Johnson, James Johnson, another awesome game off the bench. I love James Johnson. Have I said that enough? I just love him. Uh, he provides everything. Uh, three threes, three of five. That's very solid, man. Uh, boy. <laughs> I love James Johnson. You got at least, I think he is worth about ten million a year. In this day and age of the NBA, ten million isn't that much. But I mean, I mean, you know, sixteen is crazy considering you know he's. It's not like he's this big starting center because he's not a center. He's like a small forward. He's a lot like Sam Mitchell actually. But you know, Sam Mitchell will be making at least ten million a year in this day and age. I God, I loved Sam Mitchell as a player. I loved that man as a player. He's a pretty good coach too, isn't he? You know. He was a pretty good coach. I think a lot of us are realizing he wasn't that bad. Uh, he just wasn't that bad, honestly. He, he's, you know, he's not Phil Jackson. He's not, you know, <laughs> he's not Doc Rivers. He's not Phil Jackson. He's not, you know, wh- whoever. <laughs> he's, he's, he's not Bob Cousy. Oh, Bob Cousy. He's not uh, uh, Red Auerbach, pardon me. This and that. So it is what it is. Um, that turnstile defense, though, is making me a little sick. Nice to see Zion Williamson. And all that entertaining club. They'll be fun to watch for many years. Uh, go Pelicans. Go Pelicans. Put the lemon in the tomato juice. Uh, add a little pepper and uh, some olives and enjoy. You know, I, I don't know. That's just a New Orleans vibe. Uh, in the South, they like to put uh, lemon in their tomato juice. And, you know, it actually tastes really good. Sometimes when I feel that in the morning, because I like to have tomato juice. and Usually I think about lime juice, but they add a little lime in there. But no, sometimes I put lemon because I got that New Orleans vibe for that day. Uh I don't know. I always think about that every time I think about New Orleans Pelicans, especially because the Saints, I just think about, I hate their guts. The New Orleans Saints. Uh, so, that's the other team in New Orleans, and yeah, I can't stand them, obviously, for so many reasons. Luckily, the Vikings took them out again. Only to be throttled by the 49ers the next week. <sighs> Welcome to Minnesota Sports. Houston Sprockets, the Sprockets, the team that I talked all kinds of stuff about last week. 
Yeah, well, they're still good. They're 40 and 24. We kept them to 117, which is pretty impressive, actually. Pretty impressive. The defense was a little bit better until yeah, Russell Westbrook decided, I'm going to start driving on this other guy. You know, his, his, his last name is Russell. See, my first name is Russell, so I'm going to put him behind me, which is what he did. Uh, D'Angelo Russell, the assist-to-turnover ratio. Oop, oop. The assist-to-turnover ratio, let's see, six turnovers, five assists. Oh, my God! That's not going to work. Uh, six turnovers, five assists. Yeah, that's, uh, that's not going to work, brother. Come on now. You're better than this. Come on, D'Angelo. Come on, D'Angelo. You're better than this. He did get four steals, so he made up for them. Okay, so we could kind of sort of negate a couple of those turnovers that way, but... Ah, come on, man. Four steals is nice. That's great. Uh, 12 three-point attempts, and he made almost half of them. So his offense was good. He was entertaining. That crisp three-point shot, the aggressiveness. I loved it. And then the Little Beast had a bad game. The Little Beast couldn't make anything. Just imagine if the Little Beast was making something. Wolves might have won this game. But 2 of 11. Ouch. 2 of 11, only Cinco points. Only 5 points for Malik Beasley. I keep wanting to say Michael. I'm glad I didn't. Uh, James Johnson, half of his shots again. I mean... uh, I can't say enough about this man. 16 points off the bench. I cannot say enough about that guy. I cannot. I love him. (laughs) Can I say it again? I love James Johnson. Uh, Jake Lehman, again, very solid. He's uh, he's a good basketball player, isn't he? And he's productive in the small amount of time he gets. 17 minutes, 9 points. Very effective. Uh, He's not a perfect player. Obviously, he had 5 fouls in the game. Very aggressive. So that's going to obviously hurt his minutes and all that, but he made the most of it. I guess I guess he made his mark out there, per se. Culver, very solid again, off the bench, 12 points for him. But uh, again, the turnstile defense. I mean, <sighs> oh, it was just that kind of game the whole time. It's like, we're not going to win, are we? The whole game. Uh, we, were, we, we did very well early on, but then, of course, the, the three-pointer made at the end of the third quarter, you could kind of feel where things were going to head, the frickin' Austin Rivers. I, I don't like him. I don't think a lot of people do, actually. Frickin' Austin Rivers hits a clutch three at the buzzer at the end of the third quarter, and you figure, ah, here we go. And that put the, the Rockets ahead by three, and that was kind of gradually all she wrote. It was a slow, painful death for the Timberwolves in this game. Boy, talk about slow and painful death, though. Oh, Russell Westbrook and D'Angelo Russell. That's that matchup. Entertaining watching, because... You know, D'Angelo Russell got his shots in, and he made 28 points and everything, which is great. And he got to the free throw line and all that good stuff, and he made most of them. But the defense, man, I'm telling you, the defense. Sure, you got your four steals, so that's good. That's good. But, uh, you know, it's that doesn't mean you're a good defender. It means you were kind of right place, right time, and made a play. And good, good, good for you. So that makes up for it a little bit. But when you're literally giving up turnstile type of plays, I mean, when you're literally providing zero resistance against penetration. I don't care how good Russell Westbrook is. You can attempt to slow him down a tiny bit. I mean, you can attempt. But when you're literally just literally just turning and watching him, which is what D'Angelo Russell was doing, that's like watching sixth grade basketball. Like, come on, Jimmy, watch! Come on, Jimmy, get in front of him, please! Come on, Jimmy, you're, you're better than that. I'm not trying to beat you up, but get in front of him, okay, Jimmy? Come on, next time, let's go. Get in front of him, Jimmy. That type of thing. That's kind of what it looked like out there, like sixth grade basketball to me. <laughs> uh, well, the Wolves lost. The Wolves lost the game. That's just all there is to say. And we get to go to the abyss of abysses. There's no basketball. There's no G League basketball. There's no NBA basketball. There's no G League basketball. 
No high school, no NCAA, which I'd highly prefer over high school. No NCAA tournament, no Big Ten tournament, no whatever conference tournament. Nothing. And those have been flat out canceled. The NBA's at least postponed because, I mean, don't give up yet, please. But college, they completely shut it down. It's over. No no NCAA hockey tournament or... uh, I'm almost crying right now, actually. Because, I mean, see, a gopher basketball, I mean, uh, yeah, okay. (laughs) Maybe Richard Patino coached his last game. I I hear Dan Marley did. Grand Canyon, they call it. He's he's been let go after seven years. So that was, uh, well... Obviously, with no more games to play, and then they made their move. They uh, relieved Dan Marley of his duties, former Phoenix Sun, Miami Heat, and such. Cool guy, great shooter. I still remember that guy. I was at a years ago season ticket memories, and maybe I'll have released some shows depending on how long this uh, shutdown is. If it's really going to be a shutdown for like a long, 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 long time, maybe I'll have some uh, retrospective conversations for my days as a season ticket holder or just talking about other things. Uh, Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan, stuff like that. but uh, Or Sam Mitchell and Terry Porter, guys like that. <laughs> More of a local flavor. But uh, Dan Marley, years ago, I was at a Miami Heat and Wolves game. And, I mean, it was the most ridiculous thing ever. You know, some nights, maybe you're at what they used to call Racket North, uh, Northwest Record Swimming Health Club. Now we call it Lifetime Fitness because they merged and all that, and it's, you know, Lifetime took over, this and that. <laughs> Lifetime Fitness, ever heard of it, right? Nudge, nudge. Uh, you know, so you're, you're there, and some nights the, the hoop looks like the ocean. It's just big. It looks like a, I don't even know what to call it. It looks like it's bigger than a than a, than a, a, a tractor a, a tractor wheel. You know, like it's that big. Everything's going in. That was Dan Marley that night. It got funny, and the fan base... Literally, every time he got the ball, the whole fans in the arena, Target Center, of course, were yelling, shoot! It just got to that point, even when he was at half court. I mean, he was making everything. It just got to a point like, okay, I guess we're going to lose because he's so hot, there's nothing we can do about it. Uh, We might have won that game if not for that, but, I mean, Dan Marley was making, like, everything. It was like, I've never seen anything like it. So, good memories from Dan Marley, of course, great in the uh, Phoenix Suns days, the early 90s especially. But he hung around for a long time. He played for years and years. And he's a good, solid defender, too. He was an early days uh, D3 kind of guy. Good, solid defender. Physical dude with, you know, very strong guy. Uh, I wish Wally was like him. But uh, I would say Dan Marley greater than Dan Marley is greater than uh, Wally Zerbiak at the end of the day. Because he actually played some defense. Uh, I was hoping Wally would be uh, kind of a full two-way player like that. But he never really was. Only once when a once in a while, I suppose. Uh, D'Angelo, little help here, buddy. Um, or at least he's looking for it. Uh, <laughs> there's images of this basketball game, Rockets and Timberwolves, with <laughs> with old man with old Methuselah with his beard. There, no, not really. He's not even that old. He just looks old because of that beard. Going past, uh, and yes, he plays the old man game and all that. Uh, just going right past D'Angelo Russell. It's an image where Russell just kind of had his eyes closed like, okay, yeah, well, you know. That's what the zero stands for, zero defense, I guess. I I, I don't know. I don't want to bash at him. I really don't. We, we, we need you, D'Angelo, okay? We need you. We're paying you $30 million a year. $30 million a year. Please, we need you, D'Angelo. I'm not going to bash you. I don't want to kick you out of this town. I mean, we just got you, and it was one of the more exciting days in Timberwolves history. Uh, we need you, D'Angelo. We need you, okay? Come on now. <laughs> For now, it's a pat on the butt, not a kick in the butt. Maybe a little bit of a kick in the butt, too, if, if humanly possible. Because, uh, 
uh, I, I don't know. Alpha Wolf Award's going to James Johnson. He's going to get his first Alpha Wolf. What a great week. Consistent, solid. Every time he's on the court, the, team, the Timberwolves are better. That's just all I got to say about James Johnson. He was he's, he's the Alpha Wolf, for sure, for this week. Uh, <laughs> a very gentle... <laughs> Johnny Flynn Memorial has to go to Russell with the kind of defense he had this week. D'Angelo Russell, the defense was just non-existent. And he had some crappy games, too. Entertaining game against Houston. Very entertaining. Crisp, the crisp shot was back, finally. Crisp. Nice and crisp, as Marcus the Forecaster used to say. But then, but then, then the defense was like... Yeah, some other word, some other swear word we could come up with. Make up your own swear word on that one. Uh, it is what it is, man. So there's your yeah, Johnny Flynn Memorial. It is going to somebody, and it's D'Angelo Russell with that gosh darn defense, and a much meaner version of it is going to go to the Corona bleeping virus because we can't even watch any games now, and everyone's scared to death and this and that. I'm somewhere in the middle. I'm not the kind of person that says it's absolutely nothing. Who cares? Blah blah blah. Even though I want to say that, oh, do I damn want to say that? I damn want to say it because I hate when people overreact to things. I hate it. But I'm definitely not the other side. Because, I mean, obviously, there's so many people that overreact to things. Uh, So many people. Oh, my God. They overreact to everything. And it's so annoying. Like, people wearing masks at work when there's, like, the mask isn't going to really make a difference. There's nobody there has it. You know, so why are you wearing a mask? Come on. That's annoying to look at. Um, It really is. (laughs) there's even like videos saying you don't need a mask. If, the mask is for if you're sick of any kind, like you have, might have a symptom or of something and you're at work, put the mask on. That's what the mask is for. It's not there for when you're not sick and you're just scared of everybody. I, I hate that kind of stuff. That's silly. But uh, that was literally advised in like, uh, you know, from, from MDs and such. So, I mean, come on, people. That's not me saying it. It's MD type people saying it out there. The mask is for people that are sick. Save the mask for the people that absolutely need it, not for someone that's paranoid of everybody. That's what I don't like. Um, so, yeah, that's where it is. We'll go to fan interaction here. It's only two segments. It's going to be like an off-season show because it's the off-season for now. It's a temporary off-season, hopefully, hopefully very temporary. And then, um, yeah, uh, we were hoping to hear from Vinrock Vince Germano. just got too busy, you know, and welcome to... Welcome to our welcome to both of our worlds. Me and me and, me and Vince Germano are busy guys. You know things get in the way, and obviously first things come first: jobs, family, this and that. It comes first. It is what it is. Luckily, I am able to do the show regularly for the most part. Occasionally, I might have to cancel a show or whatever until the next week. Once in a while, or like move move the show a day, which I've been which I did once this year, only once, which is pretty cool. Only moved a day, so that was lucky. But uh, life gets in the way sometimes, and, uh, well, it is what it is. So hopefully we'll hear from Vin Rock, Vince Germano on the next show, whenever that is. It might be next week. Maybe. Maybe I just something will be on my mind, a nice little short, fun retrospective about something. It could probably be just a one-segment show and maybe throwing some fan interaction into that single segment, like a one-shot pony type of thing. This time, I think there's some interaction on there, so I'll turn this into a two-segment show. With that said, let's get there now. Dear coronavirus, please go away.
And we are back here on Timberwolves Explosion. Looks like I might have made a minor mistake. I probably could have done this show in one quick shot because there's not a whole lot on here right now. We'll get to it in a second, though. There is a little bit, kind of. At Wolves Explosion, at Wolves Explosion is the Twitter account. Thank you to those of you that follow it and all that. Please uh, follow and tell your friends to follow if you could. Interesting stuff around there on Twitter, like always. I want to thank Vince Germano for retweeting the most recent show. Tanae Brown and Levi Brown. Vince Germano is out of Australia. Tanae and Levi are out of New Zealand. Thank you guys so very much for retweeting the most recent show, episode 278, The Little Beast. This one, well, we'll see. (laughs) No Resistance, I believe, is going to be the name on this one. But uh, it it is what it is, right? We might even say No Resistance as well when it comes to that other thing. But Hopefully there's enough resistance now that it'll get uh, contained and all that stuff. Hopefully that other thing that I'm tired of hearing about. No matter where you go, it's all they're talking about. NBA channel. Uh, I don't even want to say. I don't even want to say the news channels very much. No matter what news channel you say, it's just like yeah, I don't know, propaganda this way or propaganda that or I don't know. And I didn't even talk about uh, Rudy Gobert and De- Donovan Mitchell. Both of them, of course, tested positive. Thanks to Looks like Rudy kind of got the whole thing started there and uh, didn't realize he had it and was kind of messing around and tapping on this and joking about that because he was maybe he was a little bit sick and he didn't realize that he actually had it. Then he was tested positive for it and then Donovan Mitchell gets tested positive for it. So very crazy. Donovan Mitchell, one of the best players in the NBA, uh, has coronavirus. So we'll see. Uh, We'll see what happens there. I was ranting about something. I got uh, P.J. Tucker and apparently a couple people liked it. No, notably uh, Vinrock Finstermano. I was saying, I'm watching the replay. P.J. Tucker is an effing flopper. Screw that guy. And I continued basically. I mean, the guy, yeah, it was a total flop. Uh, was it uh, Reed? Nas Reed was just kind of turning. And <clears throat> the guy completely went down. I mean, he just had his, he had his hands on Nas Reed and then just went down. And Nas Reed was, I never touched him. I never touched him. And they still called the foul on Nas Reed, which is ridiculous. But it was like every other play. P.J. Tucker was complaining and whining and bitching and complaining, and I, I couldn't take it anymore. Like, shut up! I just wanted to tell him that. I just wanted to tell him this. Shut up! Shut the hell up! Oh, There's a difference. Shut up! And Just get the hell out! Go back where the hell you came from! I just wanted to go off on the guy. I, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. So... You know, I was a fan of P.J. Tucker's for a while, but then you watch that kind of stuff, and it's like, I'm. you know what? I'm not a fan anymore. Screw you. I'm not a fan anymore. Done. Like, if if, if I was following him, I'd unfollow him. Look at it that way. Like, screw that guy. Drove me absolutely nuts. So apparently no visitor posts, unfortunately. Uh, understandably, you know, understandable guys are busy, and now... Now it's done. So it's, it's, it's done for a while. We'll see what happens. Hope we'll be back soon. I would like to get into some kind of retrospective, this and that. I will give a major shout-out to the Courtside Podcast because even though they haven't recorded super recently, there are tons and tons of shows up in the archives. Again, also check out the Timberwolves Explosion archives. If you like hockey as well, there's Brave the Wild, this and that. But do check out the Courtside Podcast. Uh, Wayne Hunt out of Sydney, Vince Germano out of Melbourne, and Stu Benson also out of Sydney. Stu and Vince are Laker fans. Wayne Hunt is a Memphis fan, but they, it's basically a basketball show, and then they get into their teams as well, that type of thing. It's a basketball show first, and then their team second, that type of thing. Uh, they'll talk about the Timberwolves. I, I, obviously, you know, there's conversation about the Wolves, this and that. They give me a shout-out, which I appreciate so much. Can't thank them enough. And, of course, Wayne Hunt likes to add conversations to the show. Vince Germano 
He had some thoughts on something, but uh, we'll, we'll find out what those thoughts are. Uh, probably in the next show. So, Vince, Vince Germano, uh, I know you're listening, or I'd like to believe you are. <laughs> I'd like to believe you are, right? Uh, so, you know, I mean, uh, the, the door is wide open, obviously. Can't wait to hear from you on the next call. Uh, that's going to be awesome. Of course, Tanae Brown, yes. Was it like two shows ago? Isn't that cool to hear him again? You're available again. Levi Brown, you're welcome to do the same. Audio submission, what you do there, those of you out there that might have never done it before, open up your phone, open up the free voice recording application, which every phone has, click record, treat it like a phone call, hit stop, save it, email it to paladinolive at yahoo.com, paladinolive at yahoo.com, I will then convert it into an mp3 file, thanks to Zumzar. Dot com, which gives me a free service, so I will give them a free plug. It's a free service because, you know, it's a small file. If it's a bigger file that needs to be converted, they offer a monthly subscription, which is not very expensive, so do hop on board for that. Zumzar.com there. So it's kind of like a mutual plug thing there, I guess you could say. Helping me out with my show is pretty cool. Providing a free service like that. They deserve to be uh, given a plug, I, I believe, because it helps my show in a big way. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, Courtside Podcast... Tim Rule's Explosion Archives. <clears throat> you want to hear the Garnett Retrospective? Check that out, you know. Garnett Retrospective. Back when he retired in 2016, kind of semi-forcibly, but he was, yeah, he was also 40. You know, it, you know, it, it is what it is. When you turn 40, 40 in basketball don't mix real well. You know, I mean, it's, you know, sometimes it, it's okay, but, I mean, you're not going to be anywhere near your prime, that's for sure. And his knee was his knee was shot for quite a while, unfortunately, after that injury in twenty no two thousand nine. So we didn't say twenty yet by that point. Two thousand nine, um, which foiled the uh, Celtics playoff uh, run that year. They were trying to repeat, and then it just didn't happen. They lost to the freaking Magic, who went on to the NBA Finals, only to get butt whooped by the Lakers. So yeah, Orlando Magic in the finals. <laughs> Boy, is that a far cry from reality right now? Oh, yeah, but then again, against yeah, but against us, they look like they look like three peat champions. They look like they've won three in a row against us this year. So, I mean, my God, both times we Wolves played the Orlando Magic this year was pretty pretty embarrassing to say the least. With that said, well, maybe I'll pull out some kind of retro uh, retro perspective, something like that, or maybe I'm too busy. I don't know, but I think it's fun to do at least some kind of short one segment show, have some fun. I mean, I figure might as well sometimes, uh, especially if this really drags on. But uh, we'll we'll see what happens. I uh, hope all of you have a good week and a good couple of weeks and stay healthy and be smart, this and that. You don't need to wear a mask everywhere you go. It's kind of stupid. Like, you don't need to wear a mask all day at work. You're, you're going to make it, okay? You're going to make it, especially if you're, like, younger, fairly younger. It's kind of embarrassing to look at people uh, doing that. If you're not feeling well, you have symptoms of some kind of cold or flu, wear a mask. That's where that's what the mask is for, to keep it inside, to keep it away from other people. That's the whole point of the mask. It's not to wear it so, oh, stay away from me. I, I don't like that. Grow up. People like that need to grow up a little bit. And, yeah, I'm not, I'm not impressed by people like that, if you hadn't noticed. So, with that said, hope all of you, again, have a good week or two or whatever. Hopefully, we'll be back sooner than later. Hopefully, we'll resume everything Within a month, it's like, I guess, the minimum, I think. I think it's a minimum 30-day shutdown here. That's my guess. Uh, We'll see. We'll see. Uh, Pray, stay healthy, be smart, and uh, don't overreact. Don't overreact because you're just adding to the problem, I think, at the end of the day. You're making everyone else miserable, and then everyone else else who wasn't overreacting starts also overreacting, and we're all going to hate each other. 
and it's not fun. With that said, take care. We will talk to you soon.